0: Man, what is it going to take for the Jaguars to be playing in the big game like the one that's going on this weekend? I'm going to tell you, and then I'm going to let you hear from a couple of prospects also in today's edition of Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network,
1: your
2: team every day.
0: What up, y'all? Thanks for joining us for another edition of Locked on Jaguars, where it's your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen. I am the host of the Locked on Jaguars podcast, Tony Wiggins. I'm glad you can join us here today. I got to let you know that on YouTube, we're free to subscribe to on the Locked on Jaguars YouTube page. That is Locked on Jaguars. Go there. Make sure you hit the like button, hit the bell so you receive notifications each and every time we drop an episode. Also, subscribe And wherever you get your audio podcast, make sure you tap into that location every single day. Today's podcast is brought to you by Game Time. That's right. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use the code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. That's right. I also got a shout out to everydayers who join us every single day. You can be in every too. All you got to do is join us every single day. How about that? All right, let's get to it. How far off, how far off are the Jaguars from the Super Bowl or the big game? they are long ways. Long ways. It's it's a baby step, but it's a huge step, right? It's like that, the last couple of steps you have to make. But I'm going to talk about not only on the field, but some stuff off the field that's going to help this football team moving forward. Is it luck or skill in the draft to get a really, really good player? It's a little bit of both. The luck, I believe, comes from other teams not drafting someone who needs to get picked. Not necessarily the Jaguars picking someone who needs to get picked. All right? So can one guy make a difference? They can, especially at like a position where guys score touchdowns. We're going to talk to a guy who is expected to be gone by the time the Jaguars pick, but then a sleeper. Wide receiver Peter Bukowski is on Radio Row. Peter Bukowski of Locked On Packers and Locked On Sports today. We'll have that in segment three. So let's get to it. How far are the Jaguars from this game? So the way I I tried to look at this for this exercise is to look at what got these teams there, and obviously, it's super super talented players. Some of those guys will be free agents. We talked about Le'Jerius Sneed. We talked about Chris Jones. Can you go out and spend $100 million on Chris Jones, who's one of the best defensive tackles ever, and have that change your team? That's one way of doing it. You can absolutely go out and get a superstar player to go along with one of the top duos that are rushing the passer. The only drawback to that is you're going to have to pay uh, Josh Allen. It's going to be over $100 million. If you go get Chris Jones, it's going to be over $100 million. And sometimes when you see teams do that, that's one unit that has two guys, even though Josh is listed as a linebacker. That's a lot. That's a lot of resources used. I just don't think they're one player away. And I I just think that they need to figure out how to find their own Chris Jones, who was a second-round pick many, many years ago. All right? So uh, that's one way of looking at it. Another way of looking at it is trying to find out what the mentality of these teams are. You know, these teams don't complain about the weather. They don't complain about the fans. They don't complain about having to get away three games into the season. Why am I bringing that up? I'm not throwing shade. Shade is when you say something and you hide your hands or you throw a stone and hide your hands. I'm going to tell you the flat-out truth. It's not shade when I say it because I'm going to tell you exactly why I'm saying it. Um, the Jaguars brass has come out, uh, uh, particularly Trent and said that they were not physical and not big and strong and physical enough. I have my doubts and some trepidation of whether or not they can become big and physical in one season without totally turning the roster over. But more importantly than that, whether it's about weightlifting or being able to push your opponent, I think everything that you do that requires physical strength and a physical challenge, before you even get to that, it comes with a mindset that goes along with it. I think they need to be bigger, physical and more tougher on their inside, in their hearts, in their gut before they even try to start. And this is this goes back to the type of players they have. and It also goes back to the type of leadership, if you will, that the Jacksonville Jaguars, whether you have an excuse for it or not, the type of leadership and the type of messaging that they put out to their players. Because it's all one voice, even though a whole bunch of people are talking, right? A team that gets to where these two teams are, they have one way of doing things. Well, with the exception of Kadarius Tony, but that's another story. They have one way of doing things. There's one voice. When you hear them all talk, there's a little bit of difference, but you still hear a lot of similarities. And those similarities are what resonates with me with these guys. It all sounds like they have the same message. Well, the message that's been coming from the Jaguars lately has been one of excuses, finger-pointing, not even lately, excuses, finger-pointing, guys talking about other stuff other than football going all the way back to week three. That has to stop. They appear to be a very soft football team. I don't know how you can play physical and be soft. And I also don't know how you can be a physical team and sound soft. That's an oxymoron. It doesn't match. Usually teams that are tough. Are tough 24 hours a day and they don't let things like the weather or needing to get away. Sounds like an airline commercial, right? We need to get away from here. Three games into the season. Talk about the weather. Talk about noise, fan noise at home. All of this stuff. It just seems like it represents who they really, really are as a football team, and they go out and play exactly the same way. So before you can change yourself physically, you have to change yourself mentally, emotionally, and psychologically. You can get as big and as strong as you want to, but if if they're not preaching strength and physicality in everything that they do, then eventually they'll run into another team that's big and strong, and the team that has a better will will come out on top. I said will two times in a row, but that's just the way it is. So before you can even try to figure out whether you need to go get a Chris Jones, I didn't include a Jerry Snead because I don't think, you know, I think he's a great player. And I think the Jack, I, I want the Jacks to be interested. It's a little bit different for me because that's money going to DBs and there's not a big money DB. I want that money to be spread out because I want the impact of the team to be spread out, but you can try to go get one guy or two guys. And you can go get Robert Hunt, Chris Jones, uh, Damian Lewis, and think you're ready to go. Three guys aren't going to change you to be in a physical football team. No more than having Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen, who are not soft and who are physical, help you be that. It's not going to work. It has to be a team thing. It has to be an organizational thing, and it has to be a mindset thing. Basically, what I'm saying is the team that sits there and talks about athletic traits all the time better have a team full of guys with athletic traits and a mindset to use them as opposed to just being A bunch of lip service. There's a luck or skill in the draft. Because I hear everybody say all the time the draft is a crapshoot. I don't agree with it. And I'm going to actually tell you why I do not agree with that. It's ridiculous for one thing. But I will give you a reason, absolute reason, why I don't agree with that. I think the luck has nothing to do with the Jaguars part of it as much as it has to do with everybody who picks in front of them. So we'll discuss that here in segment two. Remember, in segment three, got a couple of interviews from a couple of young wide receivers, Rome Dunes from Washington and Brendan Rice from Southern Cal. Two guys that are both 6'3", will be picked in different points in the draft, and we'll talk about their impact on the Jacksonville Jaguars, possibly. We'll do that in just a second here on Lockdown Jaguars. Hey, man, I got to let y'all know about Robinhood, man. That's right. Robinhood. Did you know that even if you have a 401k or retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right. No cap on a 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as of quarter one 2024, validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood gold for one year from the date of the first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% match on transfers is subject to terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker dealer. Thank you for joining us here for segment two on Locked On Jaguars, where it's your team every day. I am Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast. I have to let you know that Locked On has launched the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and now you can find it on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now, on amazon fire tv you can find some fire right here on locked on jaguars where it's your team every day what's up every day is we trying to figure out how we can get the jaguars in this big game next year i had my trip booked i had my trip booked everything was paid for told my wife to go ahead and go on a girl's trip man i didn't go to mobile now i'm not in vegas right but I'm trying to get to Indy. I'm trying to make sure. Told my wife to turn it to a girl's trip. I'm going to stay here and I'm going to cover it from home. And uh, I also don't know if I was really ready for all that walking since I had that hip replacement. Because that's a lot of walking, right? That's a whole bunch of walking. So speaking of walking, the Jaguars have to walk up to the podium and make draft selections. A lot of the fans that I hear talking about the Jaguars and their prospects for the draft, they always, and God bless them, they always start and stop right at Trent Baalke. They always do. They say, man, it don't matter. It doesn't matter what happens with Trent Baalke. It doesn't matter who's on the board because Trent Baalke has to make those choices and those selections. And if Trent Balky has to make those selections, then whatever they do isn't going to matter. So there's just this prevailing thought that Trent Baalke is going to screw it up no matter who the Jacksonville Jaguars are faced with picking. I like to think that there's a little more optimism and I tell you this so far his track record in the first round is very, very good. But as we know, that could be a case of easy scouting, right? Um, like it's really, really hard to screw that up. It's real hard. People do it, but so far you got to give Trent Baalke credit. In the three drafts where he's been in charge, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, uh, Trayvon Walker, Anton Harrison. That ain't bad, man. That ain't bad. So we got got to at least give him credit for taking those guys. The first, second, and third round in 2021, we thought that that was pretty good too because Tyson Campbell played earlier. We still like Tyson Campbell. Walker Little has not really developed into the tackle that everybody thought he would, especially the fans. And that's what I mean. Walker Little is the absolute perfect um, example of what I mean by demonstrated performance. When Trevor Lawrence is I'm, and I'm going to talk about the, the difference between demonstrated performance and and hedging your hedging your bets. I say that Trent always hedges his bets and I say they hedge their bets too much and they don't go with their guys and depend on. Them. So it's going to sound like a contradiction with what I'm about to say. Walker Little is their guy. He was picked in the second round. You would think that a guy picked 45th overall or somewhere about somewhere about that would be prepared to start in the in two years. At least by the third year, right? Because if you get him by the third year, if he's not playing, and if you can't count on him heading into his fourth year, then it's pretty much a bad draft choice because this is where development comes in guys that picked in the second round are dudes that you really think have the long-term potential to start but there's a reason why they were they were down in the draft so here's the here's the the skill part of it you try to get ahead of it and pick guys that you think are going to be uh contributors they didn't draft because they didn't think he could play but it's the perfect example in my opinion of what I always talk about with not not going into the season like they did last year, thinking that, oh, well, he'll he'll get it. And a lot of fans that I know I interact with go, I believe in him, he'll figure it out. I mean, I really just wonder, are you believing in him or what you're doing is you're hoping because of fandom because those are two different things and we can't even blend and mix these conversations. I'm really, you know, I want to say, if you haven't seen it, you don't know that it can happen. The Jaguars brass has basically told you, look, they re-signed Cam Robinson, they drafted Anton Harrison. There's no way they drafted Anton Harrison if they thought Walker Little was ready, unless they were going to run Cam Robinson. But now they're probably back in the in the market for a left tackle, and now Trent's saying that he can play Harrison can play left tackle, and there's no mention to Walker Little anywhere. Either they are they are stealth in 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 the way that they hide information, or there just ain't no plan for Walker a little long-term unless he changes it and figures it out, especially with offensive line being a weakness and all of a sudden, look, this kid didn't play poorly last year. I'm going to make that very, very clear. He didn't play poorly, but he didn't play well enough for everybody who thought he could play to now not be thinking about the other tackle spot if they don't keep Cam Robinson. And if they keep Cam Robinson, that really tells you what they think about him because Cam Robinson costs a lot of money to keep. So is it luck or skill? It I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it has to be skill in drafting, but luck in who falls to you. I'll say it again. Skill in drafting, but luck with who falls to you. And when you get guys that fall to you, they can't be Walker Little over time. They have to be Teron Armstead, who was also picked in the second round. They have to be Gronk who was also picked in the second round. At some point, a guy that you like and you love, and I heard Sean Payton's comment today about being on an NFL boat, and I totally agree with him. There are too many GMs that think just alike. There are too many people who you can predict where they're going to take people because of the way of doing things. If you really want to think outside the box, don't go into the draft being different just to be different, but at least go into the draft Understanding your skill set, understanding who you are, knowing what you're going to get and make sure you draft guys that have a tough minded mentality, because like we said in in segment one. It's a mentality, it's not just about lifting weights and being able to move the guy in front of you, but the mentality does help you move those guys in front of you if you're on the right track in terms of how you you process information, how you compete, how you go from a bad play to a good play, how you go from a bad quarter to a good quarter, how you go from a bad game to a bad game, and how you make sure you can practice. All of that stuff is mental toughness. People think that that's just, well, it's laziness or or guys got money and they don't think about other stuff. No, that's mental toughness because mentally tough people, you never have to tell them to be tough. They don't always win. You saw Baltimore beat San Francisco this year, but then you saw San Francisco bounce back and get it right. You can't bounce back. There's no comeback. There's no fight back. There's no stopping the bleeding if you can't be tough. And you just can't turn that on and off. So there's luck involved in a draft, but there's also skill where you draft it, where you draft tough minded people, where you draft players that uh that fit what you do, where you get off the boat and you get into it and you understand who can be Jacksonville Jaguars. Talk so much about having an identity. And when we get in in segment three, I want you to listen to these young players. Roma Dune's a wide receiver from Washington and Brendan Rice as Peter Bakowski of locked on sports today spoke to both on radio row. I want you to hear them now in between me playing these two clips, I'm going to come back and I'm going to point out certain things that they say where they sound more tough than the guys that are already on the Jaguars team. And this is why I think it all needs to improve starting from the top down. I'll, Tell you about all of that in just a second here on Locked on Jaguar. What up? Gonna hit you up and tell you about Nissan, the sponsor for today's show. If you're the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further, you ever wonder what adventure could be around the next corner? Our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. The 2024 Nissan Rogue is perfect for city drives and greater skates. Class exclusive, Google built-ins is your always updating assistant to call on for almost anything. You don't have to have all of this stuff, your phone hooked up and Google this and Google that. Nope, this is built right into your 12.3-inch HD screen infotainment system. The Nissan Armada will change what you expect from a full-size SUV. Picture a rugged 4x4 that can seat up to eight in first-class luxury and style. Tow bigger and explore further in the 2024 armada take the nissan rogue nissan pathfinder or nissan armada and go find your next big adventure shop nissan usa.com gotta let y'all know about prize picks man prize picks is the absolute truth you know i was gonna tell you that because i've been telling you that for a long time Number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. That's right, daily fantasy sports. We are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Now, look, I've been having fun with it all year, and you can do the exact same thing because you ain't dealing with sharks and pros. It's just you against the system, and that's how it goes. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Repeat. Go to prizepicks.com and use the promo code locked on NFL, all one word in lowercase for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. All right, getting back to it here on Lockdown On Jaguars, where it's your team every day. We thank you for, for making us your first listen. Talking about how far the Jags are from the Super Bowl, what they have to do, has nothing to do with just drafting people and has nothing to do, well, not solely uh, drafting folks, signing folks. It's about a mentality, right? You got to find a balance between luck and skill. You got to know when the team is picking, what they're telling you about the players that they already have. We've discussed that. And now we're going to talk about some young players. One of the positions I think the Jaguars need to address is wide receiver, right? I think they absolutely have to draft a good wide receiver. I'm going to let Roma Dunes, who spoke with our own Peter Bukowski on Radio Row in Vegas, tell you what he thinks.
2: We're here, Las Vegas Super Bowl week, Super Bowl 58. It's the Chiefs and the 49ers. And we're with Romo Dunze from Washington. A potential top 10, top, top, I'll give give you top 10 for sure, Uh, pick here in the the upcoming NFL draft. What has, since the season has ended, I know it didn't end the way that that you would have liked, but what is is this experience getting ready for the draft been like for you so far? Right, it's been awesome. I mean, uh, it's a time period for me that I just need to
1: be able to get to train and kind of focus on that, which I love, you know, I love the grind, so being able to focus on myself and my game, like, um, without, you know, the distractions of, you know, I'm out of school right now. So um, that it, it's an awesome experience to be able to do these things like this, all the opportunities come up, it's it's fun. Understanding,
2: okay, you're gonna get to go to the NFL and, and play under the bright lights and all those things. College atmospheres, they're a little different though. And you, yeah. you got to play at some really cool um, college football playoff, but also just like in the Pac-12, there's a ton of great atmospheres. Is there a place where you're like, man, I'm never gonna get to play at Autzen again or like a place like that, or even, even at Washington, like? you're going to miss that. Yeah, definitely. I think I'll definitely miss specifically
1: uh, playing at at UW, the greatest setting. Um, You know, they just installed the lights and we had, I I can't, I remember the the Cal game when I scored my touchdown and the lights are flicking on back and forth. It's just (laughs) a, it's just a, an awesome, a, awesome atmosphere. And, you know, we, we hadn't lost in that stadium for, for two years. So um, it, it was a lot of fun being back there. And, you know, I, I can't wait for the moment that it kind of settles into like, man, I really will never be able to play in that stadium <laughs> again, right? Yeah. So um, it's exciting. I'm excited to go back as a fan and be able to enjoy the experience.
2: Is there something where you're like, okay, the NFL, I know I know this is what I'm good at, but this is what I, I want to tweak and, and improve at before we get to the next level.
1: I think that one of the bigger focuses for me right now is just making sure my routes are, are, are even more crispy, you know, the details and, and everything just becomes that much, the margin of error becomes that much more smaller. So just improving it, you know, um, even even more. And then uh, uh, definitely my releases, you know, there's a lot of man, man man coverage in the league and a lot of press coverage. So just making sure I'm smooth through my releases to make sure I'm not having any hiccups in that sort of my game.
2: Who do you watch around around the NFL when, when you're going, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna borrow a little bit of that, yeah. let me take a little bit of that. I watch the most of Monte Adams film. I yeah. love I
1: love him because you know we have we have a similar, you know, build and he's just so shifty and his route running and his his savvy it's it's uh it's like no other. So I really enjoy watching this film and learning from him.
2: That's a great answer. Uh so the the um, opportunity that you have here, you know, you have your, your time in college, but now for a franchise, you get to redefine yourself in the NFL. What do you, what, when people say, this is this is how Roma Dense plays, what do you want them to say?
1: If I had a number one word, I would say tough, like, you know, I, I like, you know, watching a football player who, who gets, you know, gets dirty, like in the passing game, like in the in the blocking game, like to someone who goes out there and you can tell that they love playing football. They can, they understand that it's a violent, it's a physical game and um, to be able to have that, that attribute and people describe me as that, I think that would be awesome. When
0: Oh, my God. Did you hear what this kid said? Now the Jaguars won't have a chance in hell of taking him. He's one of the three wide receivers. I think there are 12 guys in this draft that are going to help their football teams. And that once the teams pick them in those first three rounds, they're going to really help. them. there may be even some guys, uh, as you get into that fourth round, that are going to be really, really good players. We'll have one of them in just a second. But did you hear what this young man said about toughness? Did you hear what he said? He says he studies. He studies Devontae Adams, the release GOAT, by the way. You don't want to talk about a dude that's doing some release and stacking. That is Devontae Adams, right? Um, he talks about toughness. He talks about blocking. He talks about he talks about his release. He says it's a physical, violent game. I I just cannot tell you how, how that makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up especially when I think about it in context with this team. That's not the type of stuff you, you're you used to hearing, even from pros around here. But now you got this kid. Like I said, he'll be gone. Is he worth trading up for? Yeah, but I probably wouldn't do it from Jacksonville because you have too many holes and because the wide receiver class is deep. A kid named Brendan Rice, last name, yeah, Rice. He's Jerry's. Son and Jerry is the GOAT, right? By far the greatest receiver to ever play uh, in the National Football League. Shout out to my personal favorite Randy Moss, but I'd be a fool to say anybody is better than Jerry Rice. If you listen to this young kid, he's a big physical strappy kid. I want you to pay attention to something. You immediately see, you can tell that he embraces the fact that Jerry's his dad, but he ain't living in those shadows. Peter Bukowski talked to him radio row listen to this
2: all right we're here super bowl radio row super bowl 58 in las vegas which is a good place to be at all times but especially for some well week i'm here with brandon rice usc receiver future nfl receiver and of course son of jerry rice 49ers raiders although that was oakland not las vegas you just got back from the senior bowl what did you go down there trying to prove
3: i just uh I went out there just trying to go ahead and get a feel for the game, and just noticing what platform we had to go ahead and showcase our abilities. And now we were just all on the same playing field. A lot of guys had 100 catches and a thousand yards a season. I was in such a stacked wide receiver room. You know, we didn't, we weren't able to get as many catches. But I felt as though my production was amazing, and just going out there and showing what I could do as well as what seeing what other guys could do. I felt as though I did just that, and I felt as though that I put myself on a platform where I'm like, hey. Hey guys this is this is who i am i can go out here and compete with the top guys day in and day out and i feel as though that i should be selected on your team And if you guys want a dog and a person that's going to come take a veteran spot i feel like i'm your player
2: do you feel like you had a little bit extra to prove from a i'm gonna work hard standpoint just because like okay yeah everyone knows jerry rice is jerry rice but There could be people who come in and say, okay, well, but he's Jerry Rice's son. He's gonna get opportunities. Do you feel like I have to prove a little bit more just because of what those perceptions might be?
3: Oh, for sure. You know, just going back and forth with some of the guys, a lot of guys felt like, hey, like you got an invite because Jerry Rice's son. (laughs) Oh, well, shoot. Now I'm over here torching you. So what's up? (laughs) Who who had had the most to say? Kyrie Jackson is that guy. I watched him for two days straight before I even went against him. And honestly, I just knew from uh, my own personal standpoint that I was gonna have to be ready and have to go about it a certain way. So
2: did you ever have a moment where you sat down and went, all right, my dad's Jerry Rice. I have to find a way to differentiate myself from him
3: for sure oh our games are two totally different separate games and uh from my personal standpoint i'm kind of more physical um i have a little bit more speed i'm able to do a couple of things and he's able to do a couple you know things just because he's a little skinnier and uh he can go ahead and get in and out of his routes a little bit better than me so you know i'm gonna give him that but hey okay, i'm faster what was it like
2: i mean how, how many how, how many opportunities did you get And he played forever when you were younger to, to, you were pretty young, but to be around NFL locker rooms?
3: Ah, I wasn't able to go ahead and be around his type of locker room, but I was able to go ahead and be around the Minnesota Vikings locker room. Uh, My mom got remarried to a person named Ray Edwards. So I was able to go ahead and just like, being in in that environment, see Adrian Peterson and Jared Allen and all those type of guys. And it was kind of crazy, man.
2: It set you up for for where you are right now.
3: Exactly. I I heard some, I heard some
2: talk to some people that were in Mobile and they said, you know, the thing about, Rice, he's bigger than I thought in terms of like you were, you were better put together than they they, they looked on tape. Are you in the weight room a little bit, or do you think it's just in person? It's a different, it's a different vibe.
3: Oh, a lot of guys may think I'm a little bit skinnier, or a lot of guys think I'm too big. Honestly, I feel as though I'm cut a little bit different. Um, I take care of my that, uh, this dietary needs very differently than a lot of guys, and it's a big point because honestly, what you do off the field is what you're going to do on the field, and it all correlates together. When you see
0: some of these kids get it, man, and it's not fake. It's not like they're sitting here being prepared for these interviews. Did you hear him compete? Compare himself to his pops. Did you hear him say he does that a little bit better than me? Did you hear what he said when he said, "If you want a dog that's gonna come take a veteran's position, (laughs) listen." You have to ask yourself: Are the Jaguars? Going to change these people that once they come here, we saw Jalen Ramsey crying. This ain't it. He was right. He was right. Who? What organization, what are you bringing these guys into? I just saw Tony Khan on TV talking about wrestling on Super Bowl TV. What are you bringing them into? I ain't saying he shouldn't be talking about that. But my focus is let's focus on football. Let's put football at the forefront. Guys that love football. Guys that's trying to take each other's lunch money. Guys that are preparing each other for a battle. So these fans will stop feeling like this. Jag's got a long way to go. Enjoy the game. I'll make a quick prediction. I I think the Chiefs are just excellent. I got a weird feeling though. the 49ers are going to play really, really well and possibly even win. So I just hedge my bets. You guys make sure you take care of each other. We'll see you next week. We'll talk about the big game next week and get into more drafting here on Locked on Jaguar.